Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. What's up, Realists? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, and we have another show for you guys lined up today. Um, I wanted to say our prayers go out to Paris, to Kenya, Everywhere in the world, man, that's experiencing terrorism right now, that has experienced terrorism, it's one of those things that, you know, you hope it would stop, but it's probably not going to, so we just hope that it gets better. We want to send a prayers out to the families of everyone, anywhere, who has lost someone to terrorism. At this point, the only thing that I can say is we need to learn how to respect each other, our differences. That's what makes us who we are. And I, I just hope these crazy acts against mankind stop. But again, we just want to say, man, we our hearts go out to you, and we hope things get better, and we hope you're having a great day. Let's get to the show. to talk about I was working last night and I got a, a couple of texts and people were kind of going over like have you heard about Paris and I'm like what the hell is going on in Paris and I think in a group meet you know a couple of people were mentioning it and I'm like I don't know what's going on so I turned on the news and I'm listening to it and of course you know you hear about bummers and the shooters and it goes from like you know five to ten to twenty to thirty to a hundred and some people are getting killed at soccer games and at theaters and and things of that nature and the first thing that runs through my mind first of all i never like to uh profile you know what i'm saying because i know the islamophobes are going to be out right now anytime something like this happens you automatically think isis that's what i thought and my whole mindset was like is this isis but nobody knew about it at first so i was like okay i'll wait a little while see how it pans out and i think you came into the group meet uh this morning saying it was isis and i know uh, a couple other people were like yeah it was isis and and i kind of figured that because one thing that about isis when you when you watch them on the news or hear anything about them they are okay with claiming the things that they done and if they didn't do it they'll say they didn't do it so for me i was like i'm waiting on them because they want the props for the things that they've done I think the thing that kind of blew everybody away was how strategic it was put together as far as having multiple bombers and shooters in different places and locations and to be able to at a certain moment of time just start killing people. And, you know, I heard it was like videos of people like hanging out of windows trying to get away from being shot and running out of these uh, theaters and running out of the games. And I'm like, for me, it kind of it messed with my head because just listening to like hearing the whole thing. I'm like, we over here fighting in America against each other, black and white. But it's a bigger evil that really doesn't care about a race at all. They just care about getting their message across. And to me, I feel like that's the most dangerous thing. It is. And it's not even just the ISIS people. Yeah. I mean, the, the shit happens in our own backyard. Yeah. It's like take away the terrorism part of it. Um, think back to Aurora and the guy in the movie theater just shooting yeah. people. Think back to um, Connecticut when the guy went into the school and shot the kids. It's just in the world period people yeah. are losing their minds and it, it seems like it's not safe to go anywhere anywhere i know and when that really sad and i know when they had like you were saying what was the most recent shooting at the uh, theater which one what city was that in it was one in louisiana the most recent yeah. one was one in louisiana, louisiana. lafayette uh, and i'm Rouge, yeah uh, and and i'm like i said i'm not a scary person but i just like you know how you always have the copycat you know maybe i've watched too much criminal minds but you know when they yeah. when they show stuff like that they'll be like hey be careful because it may be a copycat trying to redo or remake that whole situation so i know for me i was like i'm not going to the movies i don't have if i if i'm not carrying a gun into the movies to protect myself mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do with an automatic weapon if somebody decides to let off rounds right i guess and i look at it like i mean if it's my time it's my time i can't i can't run from it i try so to do that too i'm going to the movies yeah. and i'm just going just like i pray over my food I guess I'll profile get to the movie. If that nigga come in while I'm watching James Bond, I'm going to be on some other shit. I, mean, it's just, I think a lot of times, though, you know, like I heard a couple people saying like they were at a concert, you know, yeah. there was at the concert. Yeah. They thought that this oh, was a joke. And I, now that I don't, 
I guess maybe because I've never been in, this, of course, the situation. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of times when things like this happen, people always say they thought it was a joke, and it's just kind of like. I think that's because society and social media has us so desensitized. Yeah. Like we see people getting beat up on so- social media, All and the we time. laugh at it, right? If we saw somebody getting beat up in the street, we probably look at it like, "Damn, is that for real?" Like, yeah. How many people go over there and try to stop? Stop it? the it's, fight. Yeah. We've seen so much; it's hard to kind of shock us now. So when even on TV, yeah. Even and I on guess, TV. and I guess I'm the opposite. I look <laughs> at so like you said, so much like, criminal minds, so much law and order. Yeah. Like I don't think nothing's a joke. It's yeah. like like I think everything is real. You have to be like, I'm joking. Okay, yeah. So I'm the. I think I'm not. I th- maybe I'm overly sensitive not Uber necessarily and it goes different ways right. for different people because right. i mean for me i was just telling you know a couple of people and i was like i know when all the race shit started happening driving around in mckinney and everything i would be like looking to the side like when you know you had all these random you know white people killing black people you know with me working and i know being out in richardson and mckinney i would always kind of look to the side or you know if somebody's staring at me or just watching or like i used to go to you know for runs on katie trail in dallas and like i stopped doing that at night because i was like i don't really know how people are taking all of this or how far and then you know we always be like oh you see it on tv but like you just said it's starting to happen in your own backyard to where it could be you you know what i'm saying like yeah we think and be like oh i'm running at the park today you know it happened at another park in another city or another state but that's the same exactly but that could be this that's the same way that other people thought before it happened in you know colorado or louisiana or so on and so forth so you can't as well as you have to continue living your life you do have to kind of be more cautious and look for the clues you do you can't take anything for granted because you can't control what anybody else is doing or what they're thinking and you could be just walking down the street one day and the guy in uh white rock lake y'all remember him yeah the one um, with the machete machete. he's just jogging doing his normal morning jog and the next thing you know somebody with a machete comes and chops him up like you i mean like you said you can't be scared you can't stay in the house but you do just Everywhere you go, just be cautious. Like, you got to keep your head cautious. on the And they double and I see up. so many people, like, walking, like, just to their car, digging in their purse, yeah. or just not paying attention. Oh, when to I walk to my car, I'm always looking. Because it's literally at my, night by Katie right. Trail, and I'm like, and I'm, okay. And I'm with not purpose. even that. Like, even when I get home, like, I make sure my keys are out when I get to the house. Yeah. Like, I'm not at the door, like, digging in my digging purse. Digging and trying to find them. Like, when I get to the house, because, like, by my house... It's one side of the house is super dark, and yeah. the other side is a street light. But yeah. it's like that, you know, that deal. All they need light. is a little bit, right? Yeah. And so it's just like all I got to do is be digging in my purse, and then somebody, you know, pop up out of nowhere. I think that people just need to pay attention. I fight if somebody come up on me, but I'm telling you, I'm gonna be hollering like a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm be swinging. I hope somebody, I hope somebody hear me. <laughs> I need some help. I don't know if this right. nigga got a knife because I know if I'm fighting, I'm fighting like he got a knife or a gun or something. Like, this is my yeah, last, my last day. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, but I, I really felt bad when I saw that, and I was just like, "Damn!" Like, when does this shit end? I mean, and it seems like it's getting. It's that's what I'm saying, it, exactly. And it's like it continues to get worse every time. And like, I'm the type of person I know. What my mom used to always talk like growing up. You hear it back like 20 years ago. They would be like, "Oh, you know, the end of the days are coming." And I hate to have that conversation with anybody. I don't care if you believe in God or not. I don't like to talk about the end of times. I just don't. But it seems like people have been saying that for hundreds of years. And I'm like, well, shit. I mean, a lot of things are coming to fruition of what you read in the Bible. And it's like, but how much time do we have left? Or is it going to restart and it'll be another 100 or 200 years? I don't know. You know, you Sleeping just, night. speaking of that, I wish I could find it was some kind of saying that was written. Um, had to be about 2000 years ago yeah. about what the end of days was going to be. And it was saying something about um, when, the, when you know the end of days is coming, when it will be acceptable for men to wear women's clothes, for um, same-sex relationships, and society's going to try to trick you and make you believe that that's the way that we're supposed to go. All right, that's, that's okay. And that's in the Bible. I, I wish I yeah. could find it, but it, it wasn't the actual Bible verse. It was somebody mm-hmm. kind of Yeah, I know what you said. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, damn, that's exactly what's happening right now. But, <laughs> even, if you, but even if you think <laughs> about that, like that perspective of like, you know, welcoming gays or welcoming all the different types of cultures and different types of things that are happening in America, like you said, I guess with the tricking part be you know now if you speak out against gays or if you yeah you're in the wrong or everybody makes you feel bad like and i know me personally i i i don't have an issue with gays i don't want to see two men kissing 
you know. You know what? I don't either. But I don't necessarily want to see anybody like just kissing. I don't like public. I don't like. I mean, it's one thing for a pick, but I don't like like don't full out that right. getting I, it I in. I don't like that for anybody, hetero yeah. or homosexual. Yeah, but and it I, does something to my stomach when it's two men. I'm sorry. I will say this: like just watching TV because I watch a lot of TV. It is like a lot. So sometimes when I look at the TV, lot. it's just like okay, see, do we got to put it? something a scene in every single show. And I mean, I, I because really they're like, conditioning you to be okay with it or accept it in certain kind of ways. Their side of it, which is fine, I yeah. get that. But for some reason, I'm so wrong, and it's not—it's nothing wrong with you for mm-hmm. not understanding why I don't necessarily don't like agree it. with it. Yeah, that's so frustrating. I'm like, isn't that the same? You—you you saying I'm hypocritical? Yeah. But you're doing the exact same thing, being hypocritical. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. I also y'all watch um How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that that's that's what I was thinking about when that Asian guy and the white guy be rolling no, around. No, and not him, and Elise. Oh yeah. There was no reason to make her character gay. There was no reason. That was that, that story yeah. did not need that plot at all. Yeah. But I saw it and I was like, damn, it's just it's, it was just too much, man. It's too much. It, it's, it was like it's on, it's on every show because like okay, I, I look at how we get away with murder, yeah. scandal, and Grey's Anatomy. All three. It, all, all of them. All, because all and it's those right. major shows to where. I mean, not to be funny, it's just like any presidential candidate. You have a better chance if you try to go with the gays and the blacks, things that cater to them or Hispanics. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you have so many people saying that they believe in things that they really don't. But you have to in order to get in and get that agenda across. And I got a burp like right on the back of my throat just trying to come. And it sucks. That's what you have to do to be accepted. Yeah, to be accepted. But that's why I can appreciate the people who stand for what they stand yeah. for regardless. Yeah. And that's why I say for me, like I tell you all the time, I have gay friends and I'm cool with that shit, but I don't want to see them kiss. I think I went to a party one time and it was like a mixed party and it was like guys I walked in and I'm like all right this shit is cool you know everybody's cool nobody's tripping you know what I'm saying nobody tried to holler at me or no shit like that but then like as the night went on and the drinks got to flowing you know just like girls get flirty and shit when they drink and guys get flirty <laughs> like two guys got flirty and like one nigga was sitting in another nigga lap and he ran his fingers through his head and I was like okay this nigga's in his wave pattern I think it's time to get up out of this bitch <laughs> he was in his wave pattern I was like yeah we're gonna go ahead to get you up know, out of here <laughs> Story. <laughs> there was this one time I was in Miami. Um, it had to be about four or five years ago at this point. So me and some homegirls were walking down South Beach, and we had our little shorts and tank tops on. Mm-hmm. We're walking, we're walking. And then there's this table sitting there, and it, the table is full of um, homosexual wis- women, lesbians. Mm-hmm. So we walk by, and they start whistling and catcalling us. And so I'm like, you know... <laughs> chill out please you know like, i just don't appreciate that so we walk by we go sit down uh, me and my friend talking having drinks or whatever i have to go to the restroom so i walk by i have to go past these this table again to yeah. go to the restroom so i walk by them again and i'm going to the bathroom and they cat calling and whistling and all this stuff again and i'm like look i just told y'all please i don't like that yeah. chill out yeah come out the bathroom of course i gotta walk by them again so then they say damn, you fine, or you sexy, or something like that. And I was like, look, I don't tell Joe dyke-ass to chill the fuck out. Now, at this point, I'm going off. <laughs> You're at the point of it. Yeah, I'm at the point of I'm going off. And then they tell me, um, you should be happy that we think you sexy. That should be a compliment to you. And I'm I've like, heard what that the before fuck? Too. Yeah. I was like, just like if you if you was a dude or anyone else, and I asked your ass to stop catcalling me yeah. and stop making and all respect these. respect my space. Yeah, yeah, I've seen comments toward me. Do that shit. And then y'all wonder why people look at you funny. You wonder why people don't want to be around you or whatever the case may be. Yeah. It's because when someone tells you not to do something, you respect don't respect it. that. Yeah. You don't get a pass just because you gay. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. No, that's true. I've had that happen before, too, but, no, I mean, it didn't get to that point like i mean i don't know if it's just the dudes in texas but like when it's happened to me i would just be like hey bro i'm not gay like i've heard it like they've either approached me because they were just attracted to me or they approached me because they were like oh okay i kind of like what he has on or mm-hmm. i don't know i guess they felt like i gave off that vibe because i'm kind of metrosexual in the way that i dress and I, it was one of those things where like when they came up it was kind of like uh you know i don't swing that way you and know, it was cool and, and for me that to, to have short hair mm-hmm. no no woman has ever clenched me but I've yeah. also been told by men and women that I don't look approachable yeah you don't carry yourself in so, that, that light now my mom did the same <laughs> like, thing my mom got her hair cut like that and I was like you better put a little bit more switch in your step uh, and your hip show a little bit more yeah you put show a little bit more attitude because <laughs> you walking out here looking, looking like G.I. Jane you can't be smiling right my mom yeah. my mom you know her hair is just yeah. like mine and we were at Walmart one time and this woman is like can I help y'all find anything we at Walmart you know they ain't having no just really trying to give, yeah, trying to give it to you. And she's like, that lady is so friendly. I said, Mama, she is hitting on you. 
She is looking not at like that booty and that dude. You know, customer service. Yeah. And so but it happens to her all the time. Nobody ever like they was trying to get that employee of the month. And then it's just kind of like I guess I look at them like I, I ain't going, yeah. and they just don't ever yeah. approach me. Yeah, I think a guy. I, I was telling Artiz, I think it's a guy at my job. Like he shook my hand, and when he shook my hand, he kind of rubbed the tips as he let it go, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, <laughs> he's new. Maybe he just shook my hand that way. So then I get to work yesterday and I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? And he's like, he was like, I'm like, he's walking and I'm like, hey, how you doing? And like, he literally got this close in my face and was like, he was right in my face. Like when I shook his hand, he was still holding my hand and he was like right here. And he was like, how's your day going? I'm like, my day's going good. You know, and I'm just trying to get my hand back. <laughs> and he studied talking to me. He's like, yeah, can't complain about anything. Everything is good, whatever, whatever. So then I watched his mannerisms with other people and I'm just like. I'm cool with him. He cool, you know. But I was like, I think he is. That. Is he? Is he white? He's black. Oh, he's black. I was yeah. gonna say maybe it's that white space. people in personal space thing. That no, he's old. He's old school. Yeah, he's like an old school too. Like he's been in the game for a while. He what would they you call it? A mother. It was this lady. It's this lady. Um, she she goes to a lot of parties that um, like like my doc my my doctor is kind of I think I told you this my doctor is kind of related to me so at, at all of her like birthday parties Christmas parties there's yeah. other ladies there and so like I said she's a she's an older lesbian like she probably like in her 50s yeah. and every time I every single party she one says that she doesn't know who I am and I call her, I say you tell me that every party and she always like whenever we take like pictures she always is like kiss me on my cheek or she's always like right right up on me so she's never like that just directly like hit on me yeah but she's always super flirty with me and it's just kind of like a kiss on the cheek from a lesbian kind of sort of hitting hitting on you i guess i mean because I mean, a straight person i don't well straight people do that too i've never been kissed on the cheek mm-hmm. oh well see i hang out with well, most people that i hang out with over 40 they all do that like whenever we greet it's like hey how you doing and they kiss, kiss on the cheek. cheek every single <clears> like oh <throat> well, we're gonna yeah. but it's like One. Oh shit! We Go ahead and freestyle. Every birthday, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit! So I know over the break we were talking about the Missouri protest, the protest, protest, uh, protest. Also, we have uh, how many peas in there, man? I know. I was oh, you oh, introduced. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> how many peas? And what is it really a B in there? Protest. Protest. Bro, yeah, protest. We got uh, the homie Rodney man in the house. What's good yes, with you, bro? No much, man. Glad I could be here on this Saturday. <laughs> Like he about to yeah, yeah, give it to God. Boy, to the pastor, first lady, (laughs) congregation. (laughs) Where would I be without Jesus? (laughs) All right, so we was talking about the uh, thoughts on the Missouri protests, and I I basically kind of looked at CNN, and I was just trying to get like a rundown of what actually got you know led up to this point and i'm gonna run through some quick bullet points real quick and it said the students it was some white students that spread cotton balls outside the campus of the black culture center and the school officials said uh this is just seen as a childish prank when you say that man like we all know what cotton represents we already know what it means in reference to slavery and everything else and then to put it outside uh the black culture center are white people just clueless? Because I don't know if you guys heard, but there was a story, I think it was in California, about a girl who was with her homegirl. They were driving down the street, and they saw a cotton field, and so they stopped to pick cotton. And they took a picture, and they posted it on Twitter and said, my inner nigger came out today. Yeah, I seen White people did that? Yeah, my inner nigger came out My inner nigger came out today. And she said she didn't, and when she posted it on there, she didn't see nothing wrong with it. What the fuck, man? <laughs> this is why I say that nothing will change because these what, you know what, white honestly, kids are not educated in reference right, to this right, shit, exactly. man. They're not educated because they're probably going by what their parents are have saying. told them, yeah, like, this shit is okay. So for Grandparents. Them, this, right. So for them, they really don't necessarily know that they're offending someone until it's put out here. But with that being said, on the flip side, just kind of like, okay, so at what point do you come out of your parents' ignorance and, and think on your own? Well, yeah. that starts with college and high school, which is why they need to stop fucking changing these books. And hiding yeah, this shit. Now this is this shit. exactly. And I told to some. And I told somebody today. I said it, it's only two possible reasons in my mind that I can f- see why they are changing the text 
you know, the textbooks about slavery and all that shit. Because if you think about it, some people may say, okay, if you erase it or take it out of the book, you know, let's just say a 15 year old kid that's in school right now. If he doesn't learn anything about slavery, he raises a kid that doesn't know anything about slavery or racism. Now, that may be beneficial in certain ways, but at the same time, the people who are still being taught slavery, this kind of ignorance continues to go on. Also, if they're high, if they're taking it out of the books, then like a lot of times with white people, it's hiding the shit that they did in a negative light because right. it's things when I talk to white kids at work or white guys at work or white guys period that I that I'm friends with and we discuss slavery and the intent behind it and the way they condition things and the narrative that's put on it they don't even know that this shit was done to this extent so when they find out they're like what the fuck what like mean, this, why would they do that they gotta have yeah, some they, clue yeah, nah right. bro they, but you gotta think about it do you really have a clue but this it's is the thing I feel like I feel like because they don't teach a lot of stuff in school, like you said, cause, because yeah. of the books and all that stuff. But at the same time, you know, I feel like maybe I'm the parent advocate on this on the show. But I I feel like some th- some of that is your responsibility. Like for Christmas, like I bought my son all like Black History books. Like I'm making. You but why would a white? Yeah, because you your son needs right. to know that. But why would a white right. kid need to know that? And then it's it's kind of. But that's my point. It's yeah, like their parents aren't going to teach. No, them they're that. not going to teach them that shit. Gonna teach, let me tell you how bad we were. We were. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like if we. Yeah, it's kind of like if we listen to or we watch a movie or we hear a story about like the nazis and the way the germans did the you know the jews or whatever the case may be we know a little bit about it but we we really don't know how deep detailed it was i'm not gonna say you you know something offensive yeah yeah stupid yeah exactly Exactly. when i I see i know not to go out and be like oh nazi let me put a swastika up somewhere exactly exactly do anything that i feel like even when i was you know for halloween when i dressed up as a cholo i asked all the mexican girls i was like that you knew and you were cool with am i being offensive because if y'all go appear in blackface i'm gonna be pissed yeah. Hey. I'm just gonna let you know. <laughs> yeah. So if yeah. I, me dressing up like a chola is offensive to you, I'm not gonna. It's do not that. gonna do it. Yeah. And they were like, No, 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 it's not that big of a deal because it's yeah. just a gangster. Yeah. You know, really, the only thing is just that we wore a lot of eyeliner. But there's black girls that are gangsters too, and yeah. I was like, Yeah, but you know, there's a difference. A difference to me, it. I'm, I'm calling myself. I'm saying I'm yeah. dressing up as a chola. I think you so probably would have been more. They would have been more offended if you would have had like. A picture with water on it. Or if I would have had like a, a rosary. Like I ain't had, you know, I ain't yeah. wearing no rosary yeah. or, you yeah, know, yeah, trying to be orange stand. Or uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> Yeah, man. Your ass is a card with a bell on that. Oh, shit. Well, no, man. It's just, yeah. When I heard about the cotton thing, I was like, damn, these motherfuckers really did this shit. Like you said, you can't be that ignorant to do it. You know why you did it. Highly offensive. So that was the first thing. And then, you know, of course, we all know about, you know, the police officer killing Mike Brown. Um, The next thing after that was students began to protest about incidents like these happening in Missouri and uh, in the state of Missouri and on the campus. Um, They started a campaign named White Silence is Violence, which is basically saying, like, you know, and I had this talk too, like, if you're a white person who doesn't agree with these things, but when somebody's talking about it around you or in a group and you don't stand up to say anything about it, not to necessarily defend it, but maybe educate the ignorant or give different viewpoints on it, then are you just as guilty? Yes. Yes. If if you're if that's what the conversation's about, I think. You I mean, took aside what's, what's going on. In what's in your mind? You know what? You, I, I, I don't. I, I just. I'm one of those people. I think it all depends on your personality. Yeah. Because some people are just not that that boisterous person is going to stand stand up and say True. hey this is wrong yeah. and then there are some people who will and if that's your natural personality and you don't say anything yeah. then yeah I think you're wrong but if you're just a quiet person and you're timid and you know people are talking and, and no one says and I ha- actually have a story if y'all want to hear it about something quite similar to this mm-hmm. and you don't say anything it's hard for me to think that you're in the wrong because that's just your personality and, you, and, and you're not that person to say uh, stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know that, that if I can give a blanket answer on that one. I think I would. I'm kind of like Gabrielle on this one because, like, if, if and you know, I know a lot of times I tell people, like, say, for instance, on this show, like, when we start talking about white people, I feel like you shouldn't have to say, well, I'm not racist and I don't not like white. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. I mean, mm-hmm. white people do fucked up shit. Black people do. Everybody does right. fucked up shit. Right. But I'm talking about the white people right, right now. now. Exactly. So I don't have to go out and say, hey, uh, well, you know, we have white right. friends. No, if, if you know, like we just said last week, a hit dog gonna holler. If your ass is, if you fall under the content in which I'm speaking about, right? Then if you have a problem with it, then that's your fucking fault. But like that's why I say when people be like, uh, you know, black people are always sagging and doing this, and it don't bother me because I'm not that fucking black person, and I know that there are some ignorant black people out that. there who do stupid ass shit. But they sag too, though. Yes, they do. 
And if you but it still looked that differently when we were in high school. Motherfuckers was sagging hard in them fucking jinko pants. I see old white men. I see old white men sag hard than a motherfucker. They have on a a fucking um suspenders and still be sagging. Yeah, yeah. No belt. With a belt on, they still sagging. Yeah. So, I, you know, of course, like I said, it's how the media wants to paint the narrative of how, or how people want to paint the narrative uh, for black people. Um, going to the next one, um, they said they started the campaign like the white silence is violence. Um, also, on October 4th of this year, a white student was drunk and disrupted a black student group preparing for a homecoming. And when he was asked to leave, he started to yell racial slurs. They reported that to the campus president. Nothing was happening. Uh, the heads, along with Lofton, then created a diversity and inclusion training to make everyone aware of how to act and things to say towards each other in words that you should not use. People found that as bullshit because you, at this age, you should know what exactly. the fuck you should say right. or not say to people. You know what I'm saying? College student. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, protesters, um, I think this was like la- within the last month or so, they said protesters block Wolf's car, which is the president who yeah. stepped down to yeah, make that their was point. During- yeah, during parade. the homecoming parade, and they said yep. they did that. They blocked his car to make their point valid. After seeing him laughing during their protest and laughing in their face when they, you know, kind of talked to them or talked to him about uh, his views. This is the thing about it too. I I said something about here. I was like, um, they basically wanted to get their valid points across. I wanted to say valid points because in the articles that I read, they said the students complained or complaints. I always say is how you paint the narrative. <clears throat> so if you use you know, it's to you validate, to use the, you have to use the right yeah, words. you have to say to validate your points mm-hmm. as opposed to the news, CNN saying, oh, they're complaints. Because people, when you look at things and you say, I complained or he was complaining or did he have valid points? These are valid points being made about wanting equality, wanting to be treated right, wanting to be heard. Shit, when you're ta- You know what I'm saying? So I think that I just wanted to, to put that out there because buzzwords are important. On I, to- I seen the video of. The protest during the homecoming parade. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's about twelve black students, and they linked up together and like lined up across his car. His car. And instead of him getting out the car to address them, he was trying. The driver was trying to drive around the kid. And they said he bumped one of them. And they, the they, you know, they kept moving in front of him, yeah. yelling. You know, I guess they were just yelling like history stuff that yeah. went on with blacks at that campus and. You had people in the audience coming out, you know, trying to put a barrier in front of the, them yeah. so that he, he could, could drive get. around. And that's what I was about to say. So what about, and, and, and just playing devil's advocate, what would you say about the way they got in front of his car? Is that something that they should have done? Because, you know, you're going to have some white people to say, you can't block a man from his car. You shouldn't do that. It's different ways to go about doing that. And, and So on that one, I would have to say that they're fine. As long as yeah. it was a peaceful demonstration. Yeah. Like yeah, they didn't swing peaceful. on him. They or didn't, I don't know. bust his car up. Yeah, they didn't like bust that. his yeah. car up and they didn't put his car on flats. They were just trying to prevent him and get in his face so that they were noticed. Yeah. Because and not to be funny, white people push shit down our throats all the time. I don't see they, they really do. <laughs> Corporate America. No, they try to tell us how to talk and have right. inflections in our voice and make sure that we are being the type of people that they need in their company. There's a, there's a tons <laughs> of other things that they could have did to try to Squaring be noticed. So standing up. in front of the car was the least of yeah. his worries. You know, I'm, uh, I'm thirsty no rally the third. <laughs> there's nothing that makes my day more bright than waking up white, I got to tell you. <laughs> That's just a little episode oh. of Martin for the people who do not know. <laughs> So um, the pr- the protest picks up where they f- um, let me see protest picks up <laughs> where where they feel Wolf and the university didn't take their concerns seriously. He then uh, issues an apology, which one thing I hate is when Ooh, people shit. apologize for shit that you don't fucking mean. Right? I don't feel like people should apologize if you don't want to apologize. If don't you don't apologize, yeah. damn, I want you saying. Yeah, own it. Own it. I tell I mean, people, it's not, everybody's not gonna like what I have to say at all. I mean, I, I want to know who you are. If you don't like me or like black people, I want to know who you are. I tell the story all the time when I told you I was like in Rockwall and this white dude, yeah, riding around and driving with his fucking uh, flag on his truck, the Confederate flag. So we both get out at the same time at the same fucking place. I get out. He looks at me. I look at him. I didn't even, you know, I had my shades on. He couldn't even see my face. All I know is after staring down each other for a little bit, his ass got in the back of the truck and took that fucking flag down and put it flat in the flatbed <laughs> and i'm like own that shit right, motherfucker you if you're gonna ride, ride around and let the wind hit that bitch and let man, it fly up a lot of them own that they, fucking they shit man this fuck around or on social media and of course social media because yeah. they at home while they talking shit yeah but 
Will you get them in public, face to face? They, they, so these fuck, on, on social they, media, these they, fucking niggers, these niggers just don't run around doing all this shit. And you see them in front. Oh, excuse me. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you want to go through the door first? Go ahead and go around on in, sir. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's that on? Hey, buddy. I love that hair you got going out. Does it grow out like that? So it's just one of them things. I'm like Christian, man. Own that How shit. How does it get like? Own it. It's called growing. Does your hair come out your head like that, or you gotta do something to it? I did that. Somebody, I get that ass all the time. I, I like a lot do. of white people. They be like, so when you get your hair done, do they take it down, all down, and put it back up? And I'm like. Nah. Hair questions are. I don't is that know why that irritates me so bad. But it's say, just like, because it's common sense. Things, I've never had fucking white hair, but I know in order for that shit to stick up as a white person, you gotta, you gotta have fucking on. mousse on it right. or some kind of gel. Yeah. I know if it's nothing on there and you don't have nothing, it's gonna look like it's gonna be poofy. Right. I know if you just got out the shower, I know that what it looks like. I know what the or fuck like, it smells like. Braids one day and then I come to work the next day and I have some of this. It's like I know that's not your fucking hair. Yeah. Yeah, what? bitch, it's a chemical I, I put in my head when I went to bed last night. I just don't fucking my shit twenty inches. I don't get that. I don't get it, man. It's like they so smart, but they so fucking so stupid. stupid. Oh my god. You know? I don't even think you know what. Sometimes I feel like you're not that stupid. I feel like you just want to talk about something, and you want to say like some you shit. You just want to say something. Like you really don't have anything. Just anything say hey. Or, hey, or if they want to talk, I know. I've heard several girls say this. They'd be like, "Oh, you know, white guys come up to me and they'll compliment my hair seven times within the same hour or two hours." If you want to flirt or talk to me, just fucking talk to me. Don't say, sh don't keep saying, "Oh my God, Christian, your hair is phenomenal." Then they come back again and be like, "Oh my God, you know." I don't know. I don't even know how to say this. Like, you're absolutely fucking gorgeous. Fucking hair. Oh my god. Then they come back in like six minutes. Who did it? I know. I know. I've come to you before. I know. I came to you, but I wanted to let you know. I this. I don't know. I. I'm at a loss for work. Yeah, please. Maybe I can tell my wife about this. You know, it's just it's it's amazing. You know, black people, black men should appreciate black women more often. Who does your hair? I know that I do. I'm refer to my wife. You know, I know. You know, hey. Emily would love it. Yeah. So it's just it's ridiculous. about extensions. This is crazy, man. So then, you know, after he apologizes, the black football players they then begin to stand with the student body. And Wolf steps down hours later. This is how powerful. I don't know the agent who said it's hot as fucking here. And I got on the thermal on. I got a, I got on the thermal on. I got a thermal on. <laughs> Shit. You got a what on? Say a one thermal. A thermal. Thermal. A thermal. Robert. Yeah. Fucking hot in this bitch. Long you turned the air off. It's no, that's it's not, not the air. What's that? It's that on, air but it's filter. Hot. What? It's oh. getting warm. It's getting cooler though. Said an air filter. <laughs> From the car? Right. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> Can y'all feel that? Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's like that. You normally had this shit on. I'm baking in this bitch. Yeah, it's it's hot. Hot. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna try to figure this fucking shit out, man. For my damn We're gonna pay the AC bill in this motherfucker right here. Before we jump back into topics, we want to give a quick uh, announcement. We are excited to announce that we have partnered with the Deep Ellum Brewing Company to host our first annual toy drive on behalf of Toys for Tots. So make sure you guys save the date. It'll be Saturday, December 12th from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Help make a difference for local children this holiday season by bringing a new unwrapped toy and mix and mingle with the faces behind the realities. If you're able to bring dolls, bring dolls. Just make sure they have black faces if possible. We want to make sure that we have. Uh, we want to make sure we have have black dolls white dolls you, right, you know right. we want to have a mixture you, sure right. you know we just want to be want to have a mixture multicultural yeah so yeah so we just want to make sure we have multiple dolls we need mexican dolls yeah if you got it bring it on asian dolls we need all of that yeah so we need all so we know we need all of that again again it's a deep ellum brewing company 
for the reality is first annual toy drive that's on saturday december 12th from 6 to 10 p.m so come out have a good drink chill with us man meet some of the people from the reality is and we want to give a shout out to uh deep ellen brewing for helping us out uh also if you're in the local dallas area and you're not from dallas and you can't make it back home for thanksgiving um on uh thanksgiving they'll be having a dinner and they'll be open uh, for guys who can't or people who can't go back home to visit their family so come out to the uh, deep ellen brewing company and get you a drink have you some dinner meet some new people it'll be a great time the next thing we wanted to who the next thing we wanted to uh <laughs> the next thing we wanted to talk about is is an ex ever really truly an ex and the things that exes do or say when the relationship is ended i feel like an ex is truly an ex when you do let them know that there's no possibility of you ever being in a relationship with them again maybe what the fuck is going on are you scratching your head you look lost like a motherfucker what's going on you all right all right this crown apple guy motherfuckers is chilling deep leaning this is the way to make me slow down oh yeah because you're talking real slow yeah that's good though you're in texas this is the place to do so without even reading any of the topics though like what is something we'll start with gabrielle what is something that an ex has done or says when the relationship is ended an ex always says i can love you better after he's gone after he's gone is it because he learned what he fucked up at no he just jealous because he don't he didn't really feel like he was gonna move on i'm gonna tell you one thing about guys they you know a lot of guys get jealous when when you know when they ain't the ones giving you the dick no more this nigga done took the mic off the thing Ooh. so she can make sure that she got so she can make sure that you get what she about to say. Solo in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have anything prepared. Today, Sunday morning church solo. When Otis Redden start talking on that motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, they always say they can love you better, or they, you know, I'm a better guy for you after it's. Nobody ever loved you like I did. Right. I gotta fight every night to prove my love. Right. Five heartbeats for those who don't know nothing about that. One of my exes, one of my pivotal exes, he said when I moved on, he was like, "I can love you better than this guy, than this new guy." But see, I now how can you say that when you don't even know how the new guy does he know how the new guy treats you? It's just, it's just. So what the fuck like, you talking about? You know, you, it's pretty much that thing like you can't be replaced. Like ain't nobody yeah. gonna love you. Like egos, that. man. I mean, guys and egos. I mean, you know. Uh, I mean, I've got, I think I don't think I, I think I may have said something like that before. I'm sure you. I'm sure you have. I'm sure. You're a guy. What the fuck that's supposed to mean? I'm not the average guy though. You, but you, you are a guy. But you're a guy. I don't they think I say the same shit. No, that's not fucking that's true. True, true. Yeah, it yeah, is. It's true. another guy. In yeah, it's another. Yeah, it, the nigga. Yeah, we don't say. We the, don't say the same shit. Some of the yes, core things you guys say are the same. Yeah, I like different words, but right. y'all saying the same when a, shit. When, a, when, a, when a, I've lost a girl before, when a girl has moved on to another guy, I I don't recall ever saying I'm better than you for you, him. You, you, you the only you're better thing, for you than him. No, I've never said the you only thing I've ever when it when the it's only happened once. Okay. So when the shit happened, I was just right. like, I hope it works out. I let you, you know realize what I'm saying? you fucked up. <laughs> Boy, y'all surprised. Motherfucker, you ever hear that? You fucked up. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. And tell me, hold on, Rodney, that you've never fucked up. You've never been not yet, and been like, damn, I fucked up. Not yet. It's always she fucked up. Every single time. I wouldn't say her, but we just y'all just didn't click no more. Yeah. So nobody so fucked up. It's just y'all nah. just y'all just didn't I, It ain't never been like you did this or she did that. It's never been that. We just a mutual agreement to let it go. Let's just let it go. So Anthony, have you fucked up? Hell yeah, I'm fucked when up. When you fucked up, it was like. It's the, I mean, I acknowledged it. Like for me, like anytime my fuck ups are always the same. I'm not an emotional person. So for me, like when I fuck up, I'm I'm not as emotional as a woman would like me to be. <laughs> you having the issues that Christian was having the first time she got in there. What do you I don't do? even know how you do the I think you got to turn it back. Yeah. For the blue bowl. I think y'all loosening it. Righty tighty. Just, yeah, just grab. Yeah, just going to grab it. She about to fuck that motherfucker. There's too much it's twisting tight. going on. Hold it up. It's tight. I feel it. See? You hear Yeah. I think everybody in the, I think everybody on the podcast here. <laughs> Yeah. Just, hey, just 
clearly take the mic off the stand and let that nigga hold it. Yeah, you just have to take it off and hold it. There you go. Just don't touch it. Yeah, because it's probably going to fall off if you touch it. Don't even let your arm bump the cord. Man, y'all going to have motherfuckers thinking we doing shit in the shack. They're going to be like, these motherfuckers just out. Here's the church announcement. I don't want that. <laughs> will meet you want to give honor to the sick and shut in <laughs> I forgot all about that list the church will be selling pies and every Too pie but the thing sister Ingram will be making <laughs> sweet potato pies have y'all heard about Patty's pies did y'all see that YouTube I heard video? the dude oh, singing that shit was funny oh, it's been multiple people I done turned into Patty <laughs> <laughs> I done turned into Patty Oh, hey, no lie, I want to bite I that damn pie too. I want to take that shit. <laughs> like, nigga, can I say like, like that? And then I was looking at his fingers, and his fingers are so fat. <laughs> like, Any pie know. that nigga eats, the same <laughs> shit. His fingers are so fat. He was like, ooh, she, he broke it into pieces. And each hand has a pie. I was like, damn. It better be good. Kendra, uh, Kendra had that on uh, Instagram. Kendra Raw from Texacana. She yeah. had what? Who? It's the patty, the, that pie. Oh, she had And pie. she sung, too. Oh, she, it was good? She said it was good? Yeah, she said it was good. She sung good, too. So, How much is that pie? I heard it's selling out everywhere, too. Patty LaBelle pie. Yeah. And yeah. then you saw Vic, Vivica Fox was being messy and she said fifty cent. Yeah, she said if y'all think Patty's pies are good, you should taste fifties cakes. Mm. <laughs> so she admitted his booty. Everybody was like, What? <laughs> wait, wait, was this after the fact that she talked yeah, about him? After, yeah, this is yeah. after. This is recently, like within the She was in love with that nigga. That yeah, she just was. got fucked off. She was in love. That's some ex shit. That's yeah, some shit that exes do. Yeah, you you that you you love that nigga so you loved it you loved that nigga so fucking much that you talked about him then was like you know what this nigga was so good to me his ass tastes Kobe tell me how his ass tastes I mean you really got to be in love if you talking about eating ass publicly I mean like to a specific person she said cake. She said he was gay. She allegedly said he was gay. I mean, he was a booty snatcher. Then he said, "Well, she ate my ass, but she had me tied up, so I couldn't stop her." Oh, I can't hear that. Nigga, I would have wiggled or something, rolled over. Oh no, that sound like something. The fox may be somebody to fuck with. So this whole eat ass thing, I just don't see how guys would. If you're not gay, how you would like? I don't feel like eating a guy's ass makes him gay. I don't You're think not it makes a penis in it. Uh, what if that nigga requests that like, shit though? I think you're Baby, gay. Baby, can what? you eat my I don't ass think, tonight? I think you're gay. I, no, this, this most men I, I know, most men I know, I'll if request. you even do anything within about two inches of their ass, it's a no they twitching yes. and like, what the fuck are you but doing? That's, what, that's a man. Think, that's most men I that I know. So, so anybody, I think it's comfortability because I'll, I'll right, be honest, I've been in that situation, and I think anybody who fucking knows me. I'm gonna go old. I'm gonna go old school. Drew Hill and leave your girl with me and let's see what happens. No, if you think I'm good. If you go anywhere in the vicinity of the ass, they kind of twitch it like, wait, 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 wait. What's going on? And most niggas nut up in like two minutes. What are we doing now? Right. But I don't. Right. So again, let's not put all let's not put all niggas in the box. You can ride with that nigga, but I tell you what. Niggas who are open with their sexuality that are not gay to the anus can be some of the best situations you've had. If anybody lets any guy lets me get close to his ass, I'm like, wait a minute, why he didn't twitch? Do you lick his balls? Have you ever had lick balls in your mouth? Right. Well, you close to the anus. So right then, let's end that. No, 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 no. There's a difference between licking the back of the balls and licking the front of the balls. But I mean, if you, well, if you're a real G, you gonna put the whole fucking ball in your mouth. I'm not a G. All right then, on to the next one then. That's what I. Because if you put, I mean, because I want a motherfucker who gonna put the whole ball in the mouth. No. Hey, just don't touch my ass. Put the whole ball in that motherfucker. Asshole. I am with you. We can have fun. That shit is for stuff to exit. I like the split. I like the split. I like the motherfucking split. Ronnie, can I get a high five? Agree to disagree. 
That's fine. No like, dookie like, love. <laughs> <laughs> I scrubbed that motherfucker. What the hell you mean? You said you gotta put your pinky in it, make sure it's clean. Yeah, you gotta, it out. I mean, you gotta get it to make sure that motherfucker don't got no light. I mean, like I said, go from brown to dark. Are them motherfuckers singing next door? Loudly. I kind of want to sing too. They kind of inspiring me. Let's sing Joe. No, I ain't. Oh, Shut the hell up! If somebody's listening, we gonna keep it. We gonna keep it going with the things that exes do. So I got a list from the group, me and people saying, "Hey, these are the things that I've experienced that exes have done." That's a good song for that, though. No, I don't want to do that. So they said, "Stay friends with your family." I do know people who have tried to stay friends with the family members. They down talk you. You do have the person that down talks you. They want to be the exception for sex. You know, if you were with them and they wanted and, and, and if you were to have sex with an ex, they would go crazy. But now that they are the ex, they want to have sex. It happens. Always living in the past about what they could do and, and you know, lives by the you what remember if. Remember when I did? Yeah. Remember, yeah. Remember when was at your, with yeah. your, your mom? Or they live by the what if, Mary. What if we got back together? Or what if this wasn't the situation? Maybe this what could work. What if we didn't break up, motherfucker? Yeah. They're also willing to admit their wrongs when it has ended, but they could never fucking admit to the motherfuckers why you was with them. Say it one more time. Basically, they admit to being wrong after the fact, oh, but they never I admitted to being shit. wrong. Because yeah, we argued point. about it prior to it. But now you're cool. So right about the shit. Now all of a yeah. sudden, I admit I was wrong. Yeah. Now, most girls said this. They're so willing to, uh, they're, well, most girls said this. Emails, texts, calls, they always email, text, or call to see if they are blocked or still blocked if they were previously blocked. I've never blocked any of my exes. I ain't never blocked nobody. Well, hey, this, this is what most women say. I just want to answer your shit. shit. I just want to answer. I'll forward that motherfucker so you can hear it. Your <laughs> call's been forwarded <laughs> to, to yeah, whatever the number voicemail, is. They also said that they, you know, some exes like to congratulate you or get in contact with you and that's congratulate fake. you when you've moved on to another relationship or a marriage. I feel that's fake. That's too much. I, I mean, exes I mean, do do that, but when they do it, it is being fake. I don't yeah. think it's always fake. I think I feel like it starts being fake once it's like over and over and over and over and over. To me, but you the, only um, congratulate like a marriage or some engagement, yeah. Yeah, not no damn relationship. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I'm happy you're in, you're going with Robert now. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe, maybe if they're it's yeah. marriage or they having a baby and you congratulate after that. No, you being not fake. No courtship. Another one said that baby fathers think. Some baby fathers, you know, people who have had kids by their exes, they feel like the baby father or the mothers feel like they can still smash because oh, they have that inter, like that. you know, I that mean, connection. Like people think that. I mean, yeah, they think that. People think that. I don't I have the kids, so I wouldn't know. Especially being, I have a child's father. A child, yeah. Uh, from my perspective, I don't have any kids, but I have dated guys with kids, and just some of them, their their relationships with the baby mom or their baby mom. I'm like, damn, y'all still fucking like. She always like she always feels like she's at um, number one. Tier. Yeah, tier, and, yeah, and she can always get in. So if but the relationship I feel like that's because that pussy of what about, he's though. telling her, that's and it true. could I be mean, that pussy is a one. She like got that glove down there. Yeah, I think so. And I don't, I don't deny that. I don't deny that. That's but that's why it's anytime it's that baby mom's is still in the picture. It's kind of like, well, let me just make sure because shit can go left really, really fast. Depending on what that snatch like, man. It's a um, it's a meme on Instagram. She got that hallelujah like don't email. Cause a lot of girls think they snatch is nice, but that should be basic. No, it's a it's a meme on Average. Instagram that says something about if you don't have no babies, your your vagina. I'm not gonna say the p word, but your vagina your pussy. is whack. Your pussy that's, like, that's you got, like, If you got two babies, it's okay. If you got what four you babies, got it's the shit. If it's about six no, babies, then niggas have died over that shit before. And they got government cheese blocked off <laughs> exactly, on the first shelf of their refrigerator. Exactly. I don't want no parts of that. She got five, six kids. She got about three or four baby daddies. She got yeah. five or six kids. That's so great. That's absolutely great. She's talking about the woman who had eight cheese. kids and her baby daddy killed her over spending the money that he gave her on diapers instead of weed. Nah, she's, she was black. I heard a one about the. Was she black? She's black. She was God 28. damn it, black people. Twenty eight. She had eight babies. Give us a chance, black people. Give That's us a, a goddamn chance. That's a lot of fucking kids. She, had, she was twenty eight. She had eight babies. Man, her she baby. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Her last baby daddy gave her money. 
I guess to go buy weed. Instead, she went and bought. Where pepper. you heard this at? Google it. It's on the internet. Like, eight for baby. Real, for real. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, it's a lot of shit. I'm not saying eight baby daddies. I'm saying eight babies. Yeah. And she had, um, so the last one gave her money to go buy weed, and she went and bought Pampers instead. Some kind of way they got into an argument about him coming over and her not having weed that he gave her the money for. They got into an argument. They got into an altercation. Some kind, kind of way a gun came into play. He ended up shooting her in the head. Now it's eight babies with no mama. Sound like a Negro chronicle. And that shit your is, people. it sounds ridiculous, man. But it's Too the ridiculous. truth. So the next one. about the dude cutting his, uh, Please well, don't say basically, it was six kids oh, okay. that he found out wasn't his, and he cut oh, her head yeah, off. Yeah. He cut the baby mama head mama off? Head yeah, off. he I found out all that. six kids wasn't his. And he He'll cut get off, off on that, though. That'll be insanity. He like, cut her head off? Really cut her head He'll off. Be, was he black? Blacker than a motherfucker. God <laughs> damn. Black people ain't giving us no wins this week. We 0-2 right now. I mean, it ain't on the national news or nothing, but, but it, it happened, mean, yeah. supposedly. This nigga cut but her head off. How would you feel? You knew six, six kids. Six. That's what I'm nigga. saying. That's why he'll get not off. Not one, not two, but that six. Was temporary. You need to count. You need to count to four. You need to say not one, not two, not three, not four, but for six. six. Shit. And, uh, like, nigga. Was he taking care of him? Yes. None of them was his. How would you feel? As I would have gang raped go crazy. I know that's going to sound. I mean, hey, people. What? I would have gang raped I would have got three niggas that just gang raped him. Well, I, I would have gained <laughs> raped her. Just the most absurd too. thing. But yeah, six kids, bro. What you got to yours. say? I am. <laughs> so that means she had a side nigga tearing that she ass up. By this nigga taking care of kids. So now I wonder if all the up six kids was by the same guy, the same nope. side guy. Man. Nope. Well, I mean, if she got it. Don't know one nigga want six kids back back. The fuck no. Oh, ain't, ain't no pussy married. that good for one nigga to lay up in that motherfucker. Six, Six, five, I know four, three. Yeah, I, I know some too. Two. We. Stop stopping it. I didn't know the same <laughs> one. <laughs> say that again. Gabriel. What'd you say? Yeah, Texas kind of nigga. I mean, ain't shit to do in Texas kind of but fucking, fucking sell marijuana. Fucking eat and go to sleep. That's all it is to do. What you trying to show me? Is it something I need to be talking about? Yeah, it's news about white people. It's news about white people. Yeah. To help. To balance it, yeah. To to bring all the folks. So people want to balance it out about white people. What reports about white people dying missed? What am I reading? Hey, you hear about Tell me where I'm reading that. Where do I start reading that? We talked about that. I don't know what you're saying. You got to give me something basic. I need more. No. If you want to go ahead and say your perspective on it, go for it. I don't really know what's going on. (laughs) They shooting like a motherfucker. They are shooting like a motherfucker. There's 129 people dead. But I do want to ask something about that. Okay, so how do you guys feel about, like, when I went to CNN to look about the terrorist issues, the first thing. Like one of the main headlines was an American woman is is um, part of the terrorist acts in Paris. I'm like, not surprised. Do, how do, right. but, she white. I guess my question is, how do you guys feel about when the media reports it like an American woman, they take her out of the fact of the bigger picture the that 129 people died in Paris. Yeah. And, and they report to her. Yeah, they report to her, report about her differently than everybody else because she's an American woman. Is she white? Probably. Uh, that's probably why then. I mean, that pretty much tells you so exactly what I, it is. When I read the article, I was kind of like, well, damn, I feel like the, the terrorist attacks on Paris was a bigger issue. Like, you don't give a fuck if she's American, if she's African, if yeah. she's Japanese, Chinese, or whatever the fact is. Like, let's talk about the effects and what happened in Paris and not the fact that an American woman was a part of that. Yeah. So. I don't really know. But why. I do have a question. What's Does the anybody question? Watch, watch Breakfast Club? Yeah. I used to. Did anybody watch I Trick Daddy? When I had How do you even find? Where do you even listen to the? I know it's on like one hundred five point one, but where do you listen? Where do you go to listen oh, to? Man, you go to the website. YouTube. Oh, you just got a web website. I go to okay. the website and it's up every morning. The yeah, newest. Yeah. Revolt. Revolt. It's on Revolt TV. If you have yeah. like Tom Warner Cable, yeah. it's on Revolt TV. I watch it watch like. Pretty much every week. It's and good, Trick Daddy's yeah. interview was probably one of the best interviews that they've had on there in a long time. He kind of talked about. <sighs> he was all right. Who was? Kurt, Kurt Franklin. Franklin. He was 
Oh, Kurt Franklin. Yeah. I like the uh, Scarface interview. Kurt Franklin sound illiterate to me for some reason in his interview. GP, are you with me? He sounded like someone right to him. Like when I think of him as a singer, I think of him as a good singer, like in a box. Kurt Franklin? Yeah. He's not a singer, though. He does. He has a group. Yeah, but he can't sing. He said that on his interview. But he's part of the group. Yeah. I think of him as a singer. Like, he writes and shit, but he ain't no singer. When I heard him actually speaking, I was like, mm, let me go back to somebody else's interview. <laughs> but um, Trick Daddies is one of the best that I've ever What was seen. Trick Daddy talking about? He Trick about Daddy Dollars. Trick Daddy Dollars. So he talked about his issue with Oprah, which I actually agree with he him. He like I'm Oprah or not? No, he does not like Oprah. I can like tell Oprah. he didn't by why you said that. I actually agree with him. And I'm not saying that I don't like Oprah. I'm just talking about in the in the bigger spectrum of things, like when stuff happens in other countries and how everybody's like, oh, you need to donate to Haiti or yeah. you need to donate to Mexico or you need to donate to Africa yeah. because this um, natural disaster has happened. What cool. about America? I get it. What about America? Yeah. Like, I know people literally who are homeless, yeah. who don't have anywhere to stay, who don't have any food to eat, Kids who cannot go to school, kids who are missing out on the basic necessities. But if we're being human, real, though, Oprah caters to white people. Hell yeah! But he was talking about the fact that she opened up a school in Africa, opposed to opening up a school here, in Chicago, school. where she's yeah. from. Yeah, whole school. And that's what he was talking about. He was Chicago like, "That's why need I." Her Chicago needs Desperately. it if don't nobody yeah. else need it, right? Exactly. But like I said last that's week. That's what he was talking about. So but like I said last week, like, you know, it goes to Angelina Jolie and all these other people who adopt kids, black kids from Africa. It's an investment. It's not something that you look at and say, I really want to change the world. If you think about all the tax protocol and everything that goes into getting a child from over there. And then, like I said last week, they look at African-Americans or people outside of America as smarter. So why would you go if you're thinking investment, if you're thinking logically for investing and for a bigger story, why would you go get a kid out of Chicago? It doesn't matter. It's unfortunate, but I agree with Trick Daddy. I mean, why the fuck would you go build a school in Africa? Not to be funny. There's a lot of fucking African people that don't even like black people. Why not go build one where you're from? And that's one of the things he said. He was like, Africa is one of the wealthiest Continents. Yeah, they portray it to be something else, but it's in not the, bad it's like they yeah, make it. In the world. In and if you know Africans, Africans will tell you it ain't what they make it. What they make Damn. it look like. Well, 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 well. If you know, like true, bad. true Africans, they'll be like the shit is bad over there. But the problem is, us in the U.S., we see the Africans or Nigerians who made it to the U.S. Yeah. The only time you can make it to the U.S. is if your family has some kind of financial backing, some kind of money, yeah. and that's why when they come over here. Everybody's like, damn, all the Nigerians we know got money. All the Africans we know is rich because the only way you're going to make it over here is if you do have money or if you are rich. But if you were to go back over there, things are pretty fucking bad. Detroit, Chicago, um, Cleveland, Cincinnati type bad. But, yeah, one of his issues was with um, Oprah. He had another issue with... I think he had two issues with Oprah. One was about the opening school in Africa, and then the other one was about how she was trying to be fraud and the fact that everybody knows that Oprah is really not dealing with Stedman and that Gail was his, uh, it was her really, her main. Gail was the main. Stedman was the side piece. Like Gail and Oprah together? I mean, I could see that. That's not far fetched. Strap it up. I don't think so. (laughs) Now wrap it up. And he also talked about Tyler Perry. I know there's a lot of Tyler Perry fans Mm -hmm. in there. I'm going to record. I'm not a Tyler Perry fan. After that Four Colored Girls movie, I was kind of done. I still never seen that. I heard it was ridiculous. After that, I was like, he's not getting another penny of my money. So he talked about him and how the fact that how can he be a straight man or how can he be a black man or how can he be anything and all of his movies seem to portray black people in the worst light. Yeah. So he didn't like him. I mean... But what about the person who probably will say, well, you know, he, it's not about the people. Well, shit, we got two minutes. Uh, what, about, what about the people who say, okay, he's not really depicting them in the worst light, but the true light, because black people keep no, so no, much no. secrets. So my problem is, if you are depicting us in the true light, let's depict white people and Asian people and Indian people and everybody else in the true light. I don't think so. But I, I think as a black person, it's, it's kind of like your thing to push them, because you really don't know that light unless you exactly. work with somebody no, 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 no. else. I 
no, I won't agree with. Life. I won't agree because because mom. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Tyler Perry. A lot of the stories that Tyler Perry is speaking of, mm-hmm. he's not speaking of the shit because it's real life shit to him. He's speaking of stories that he's heard about but everybody, everybody else. True to him. No, uh, right, right. right. But he's is. speaking of stories that he's heard. Right. So if you want to talk about stories that you heard, let's no. talk about stories that you've heard about everybody but else but in the company. Saying, I, don't, I, don't, I disagree because my, like our y'all our niggas always want to get lit like big right before we get off there. And, it, and I'm not saying that it may not true. I'm not, I'm not saying that it may not be true. People. I'm not saying that. I don't feel but like my problem is that he is a black director, producer, owner of his own movie right. studio, so and every damn people. thing else. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some of the good shit that black people do. Also, tell me how many movies does Tyler Perry have that are actually pro-black? That talk about the positive part of a black person. No, I, I mean, I agree and with that part. Any. No, no, right. So that, I agree with so that part. So that's my issue. Like. Again, Tyler Perry, it would be different. I would have a problem with Tyler Perry if Tyler Perry was only speaking of stories that he has went through with his life. I would have a problem with but that. That's what I'm saying. It but may the problem be is, life, but no, my best we know that's not the problem. We know, we know for a fact that Tyler Perry is not picking shit that he has been through in his life entirely. If it was entirely, that's one thing. He is picking and choosing what he wants to portray to the world. And he is on a platform to where if don't nobody else say shit about black folks, he's in a position to where he can say something semi-good about black people. We're gonna, and it ain't too many things that I can say that he said semi-good about black people. Now, we're going to have to continue this, and this is the reason why I'm definitely working on trying to get a studio outside of this to where we can have an after situation after this. I'm sorry, I've been drinking. But we gotta get out of here, man. Again, this is the reality is where filtering becomes a sink. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thank you, Gabrielle. Thank you, Rodney, for coming Pleasures. out. Thank you, Coop, for coming out. And I always remember inhale courage to exhale success and we will be back on next week, man. We hope you guys enjoy. I hope you learn to make it on your own. And if you let yourself just know you'll never be alone. I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose. I hope that it's the realest thing that you ever know. Hope you get the pretty girls that's pretty at everything. Million dollar cribs having million dollar dreams. And when you get it all, just remember one day, remember one day, that one man could change the world. That one man could change the world. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.